Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's 2 p.m. in Memphis. Giannato and Jeffrey time. Get off the fence. Live on Memphis's sports station. 92.9 FM ESPN. Welcome, welcome, welcome. To the Giannotto and Jeffrey Show. We're coming to you live from Memphis, Tennessee. My name is Jeffrey Wright. You can follow me on Twitter at jwright929ESPN. Dennis Fuller is producing the program for us. Glad that he is with us. Sitting across from me is the Commercial Appeals lead sports columnist. The lead sports columnist the number one sports section in the state of Tennessee. Top three sports columnists in the state of Tennessee. Barely. Tied for eighth, best sports columnist, United States of America. He's on Twitter at MGNato. Mark, good day, sir. Happy sports weekend to everyone out there. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. I just think we're in a mode like, we're once we hit this part of the calendar, it's just sports time. It's just sports time. Yes. It's just sports time. Well, we got a decent Thursday night game. Some intrigue whether, you know, will Trevor Lawrence play or not? Um, I don't know if you're familiar. The Saints do not play fun games. Fair enough. We've got two baseball games, um, including a uh, Rangers-Texas you know, game where, uh, excuse me, Rangers-Houston game where, you know, we could, get, we could really get an actual intriguing series here if Houston can pull off another win. I'm actually leaning towards I'm wondering if it's over at 2-1 and not over in not over in the Rangers fashion. Uh last night was that type and I know like Scherzer hadn't pitched in a while but it's like that was the reminder it's like yeah the Astros are still really good. You had the chance to put them down yeah. and you didn't. Yeah. Um, well, we'll see. Well, they play the games though, Mark. That's why they play the games, but um and then just to just to get things kick started, we got ourselves an old-fashioned uh spy controversy. We got a cheating scandal with in college football. Jeffrey. Can't wait for that. But also, you're just going to blow past that massive AAC matchup between Rice and Tulsa. <laughs> oh, God, 
Oh boy. Wow. That's a uh, we were, we've been questioning what NBC's been doing with their Big Ten package. <laughs> Rice Tulsa Man, on Thursday that, night. That is the when when somebody goes, you know, you know, they just need content, Mark. Do they really? Well, the a, the AAC put out there that Friday night game between Memphis and Tulane got, had like it was the highest rated AAC game of the season or highest rated Group of Five game of the season, and like the fifth highest rated confer, AAC conference game ever in terms of television audience. Um, don't think Rice Tulsa is going to match. I don't think we don't think we have to worry about that that uh, being surpassed by Rice Tulsa. I'm with you. Um, and also, I don't know. I think it's tomorrow night. It's Temple. Who is it? It's Temple. Like, well, we'll get into it. It's ta- it's it's Thursday, so we're gonna go through the tasting that one's menu. Not, that one's not gonna compete either. We're gonna we're gonna figure out what are we gonna be watching on Jeff. What is Jeffrey gonna be watching on his four TVs this weekend? And it's it's up. We're at the point where it's you have to prepare. There's so much on. Well, and we're about we're right. You know, basketball. You know, this is the last week. Like, last weekend without NBA regular season basketball. Um, because here on this show we don't dignify the pre preseason basketball is just not. I, I'll be honest. Are you ready for next Wednesday? Yes. I mean, I know they 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 the Grizzlies no, do I'm, have I'm, a, it's a, they do. I'm have, talking it, Friday's preseason game actually for the Grizzlies. I am actually mild intrigued by because it's the first time we'll get I'm to see Marcus about, Smart. Forget from a professional standpoint. Mm-hmm. That's a different category. That's doing your job. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about you as a sports fan. Are you ready for the NBA to kick off? I'm not talking about you doing your job. Oddly enough, I think yesterday's Jaw story on ESPN kind of got me in the mode again. Oh, that's, it's a, that, that's that's what that was the itch you needed to scratch. <laughs> I was like, I was well, it was just like it was like, oh well, that's a it was just a big story that came out, and whether you liked it or not, or whether you agreed with the timing and premise and reporting of it, whatever, um, it was a big story, and it just I don't know that felt like it triggered me into basketball into NBA. That, mode. that was what got you going. That got me. The, I was like, well, now we got to start. You know, let's start. Let's start. Dialing in on the storylines, you know. So, well, lucky enough for us, Eric Hasseltine will join us at 2.40, uh, the play-by-play voice of the Memphis Grizzlies on the Grizzlies radio oh, network. Oh, Mark, we also, for the list, we got some mid-season award watch lists. Oh, good stuff. Oh, yeah. In college football? Oh, yeah. Or NFL? College football. College football. Okay, good. Um, so, we got Eric Hasseltine at 2.40. The list, as Jeffrey mentioned, we'll get into the mid-season watch lists. Uh, maybe talk a little uh, about this Michigan football cheating scandal uh, involving sign stealing. Allegedly. Um, <laughs> and uh, we found out, uh, apparently today, Jeffrey, you told me before the show, we fi- we now officially know how much money ESPN makes on a year-by-year Correct. basis. Yes. Um, so Jeffrey is going to reveal that number uh, in the list. And then uh, 3.30 or so, Jason Smith uh, will join us, co-host of the Jason and John show, uh, we'll talk maybe some Memphis basketball, Memphis football, maybe a little Grizzlies with him uh, to wrap things up today. So lots to get to, but let's start with the tasting menu, Jeffrey. Uh, once again, as a refresher, we are going to we are going to determine over this beautiful sports weekend, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, we are going to determine what are what is going to be on Jeffrey's Ford TVs. Um, so we are saying preseason basketball is out of the question. No chance. Grizzlies, may, only Grizzlies. Only the only thing that can talk me into Grizzlies Friday night. I know, but here's the problem: it's homecoming for the Owls. Mm. I got the Oakhaven game. Okay. okay, I would want to check in on that just to see if Mark is smart. Yes, um, but then we've got obviously Major League Baseball playoffs. 
the championship series continue, and then uh, NFL. So tonight, as you mentioned earlier, the Thursday night football game on Amazon, Jacksonville at New Orleans, Trevor Lawrence's status, looks like it's going to be a game-time decision, it appears. It uh, looks like he's going to try to give it a go. To go. It's like going to be one of those, it, it, Although, he's going to test it out when he gets to the Superdome. The line is Saints by two. Mm-hmm. Are they telling us that they're not thinking he's playing? I think when the line came out originally, that is definitely what they were thinking. I don't know what it what they're thinking what it what it is now, but I know when that line came out and the Saints were favored like they were favored. I went, oh, they don't think Trevor Lawrence is playing. I'm trying to see how much it's moved because that's the other thing. It's like that line stinks so much it tells me like, okay, well, I guess I'm probably betting the Saints tonight, and I don't really like <clears> betting <throat> on the Saints. And then, uh, as you mentioned, college football. 6 o'clock ESPN 2, Rice at Tulsa, and then 6 o'clock on ESPN, James Madison at Marshall. That does that does give you, by the way, JMU at Marshall is getting a better network than the AAC game, and it deserves it. It's a That's, better game. Yeah, no, I was just saying it's a bad sign for the league. <laughs> um for for the Hayes. Really, this is the one that this is the sign that <laughs> made you the- this is the one that made it crystal clear. <laughs> Um, so you got those two, and then you've got two baseball games. Four o'clock, Phillies at Diamondbacks uh, fills up two nothing in the series. And according to uh, the internet, uh, apparently very easy to get a ticket to this game three of the NLCS. Tickets, uh, tickets falling quite a bit. It, apparently, apparently ticket prices. It's it's a pretty low get in price. Yeah, over at Chase Field. Is that what it's called, right? I think so now. The the artist formerly known as Bank One Ballpark. Um, Yes. So as of Thursday morning, StubHub. Do we still play a do we still play a bowl game in that bad boy? I'm not sure, but yeah, get it. You can get in as low as fifteen dollars today for the for game three of the NLCS. So is this a reflection though of them dropping the first two games? Because I think it's probably a combination of dropping the first two games and and it's this awkward, it's probably 2 o'clock there in Arizona when yeah, they're starting. Yeah, 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 that's a good point. Yeah. You know, like it's an awkward well, start time. Arizona does that weird thing where they don't yeah, they do, might, It might be 3 o'clock. Yeah, they don't it might do be daylight savings time. So I think... Sometimes the, they're mountain, yeah, sometimes they're I Pacific. I think this is the part where they're on mountain time. Whether it's 2 or 3, it's an awkward but start yes, time. to your point, yes. But then I think it's, it's probably a combination of that and... Does this, yeah, they're down 2 nothing. Does this inherently, though, poke a hole in our theory that the sports weekend starts on Thursdays now? Because that that clearly indicates... Well, it, I mean, excuse me. The game's at... I'm getting my times wrong. The game's at 7. It's the, Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, it's the first game today. It's 4. Tomorrow, weirdly enough, it's the late game. I, I imagine that that's part of the contract, where TBS one night gets the prime time. Oh, like I see. Yeah. I, would, I would imagine that's That's probably that's right. Yeah. So, um... We'll see, um, but Phillies and it, by comparison, apparently the get-in price in Philly is like four hundred fifty dollars. <laughs> Honestly, I would have figured it was higher. <laughs> well, because that's the, it's if, the only I've never seen a home field advantage like that in baseball. It's unbelievable. Yeah, so should be. Uh, we'll see. Kyle Schwarber becoming. Do you see? He passed Reggie Jackson for postseason home runs. He now has more postseason home runs than Reggie Jackson. He probably also has more strikeouts. <laughs> probably. But I, the thing I love about Schwarber, it is literally, he's the new Adam Dunn. It's yeah. either home run, strikeout. Yeah. 
Um, so, you, I guess we got four TVs, four games. Yeah, tonight's pretty easy. I guess we got five. Um, but, yeah, but the baseball's not going on tonight's at the same pretty time. Easy. Yeah. Uh, Friday, your Friday night college football uh, SMU at one. Temple, yeah. 6 o'clock on ESPN. Um, Temple looks pretty bad. A night game at empty at the empty stink. <laughs> and that, right? And that it's going to be like 5,000 people at Lincoln well, Financial Field. Five. There's a Phillies game going on at the same time. Oh, get out of here. Yeah. And they're right next to each other. <laughs> well, but I mean, it's it's the it's like the well, it's but the, it's, it's the games in Arizona. But oh, still, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah it, okay. I was going to say if the Phillies game was going, it'd be the first. It'd be the only game ever. Temple fans would have to get there early because correct, of parking. Exactly, they'd have to be worried about it. <laughs> um, and then uh, yes, as you mentioned, baseball. We've got we'll have Phillies uh, Diamondbacks game four, regardless. Um, so that will be uh. All right, let's get to the main event. Oh, and we also have Houston, Houston, uh, and Texas game four as well. All right, um, let's go. Let's go to the main event. Okay, we got a Saturday. Big Saturday, Saturday, big Saturday. Your college football slate, eleven a.m. All right, this is going to be. It's nice and spaced out. I think much, much, much better rhythm this week. Yes, for in and this is what probably our best week and the best week in a while. It feels like setting up wise in terms of ga- games on the on the table. So. In terms of, we've had every, the last couple of weeks we've had big games, but this feels like a good collection. Mm-hmm. All right, 11 a.m. Saturday, the big one, 11 a.m. on Fox, number seven Penn State at number three Ohio State. 11 a.m. on ABC, UCF at number six Oklahoma. 11 a.m. CBS, number 22 Air Force at Navy, sold out in Annapolis for this one. And as a reminder, the under... 40, 10, and 2 mm. when service academies play each other. 11 a.m. on ESPN, Mississippi State at Arkansas. 11 a.m., Big Ten Network. Jeffrey, this is perfect for you. Uh, Rutgers at Indiana. Yes. Uh, You're looking live at Bloomington. <laughs> 11 a.m. on ACC Network, Boston College at Georgia Tech. Chris. <laughs> 11 a.m., ESPN 2, Memphis at UAB. Uh, 11 a.m. CBS Sports Network, Western Michigan at Ohio. And then we've got the, I think it's like a ESPN Plus Big 12 game. Yeah, it's that, it's sometimes they'll show up on Bally's, but it's the, it's the, it's the conference game everyone had circled. Baylor, Baylor, Cincinnati. Baylor, Cincinnati. Um, So that's your 11 a.m. slate. What are getting on their four TVs? All right, TV one, this is obvious. It's got to be Penn State, Ohio State. Yes. I'm very fascinated by this game. I have done the exact same thing that I told you I did last year where I spent the entire month of November on this program and anywhere else going, I don't care what the number is, I want Michigan in the Ohio State-Michigan game. Mm -hmm. For the last three weeks, I've been saying, I don't care what the number is, I want Penn State in this game. The line has come out, all of the money is all on Penn State. They are the trendiest of trendy dogs so now I've talked myself into taking Ohio State. Mm. There we go. That's how my brain works. I can't use. I can't lose twice with that same logic. <laughs> so that's TV one. What's getting TV two? Park. Got to go surf our country. Yeah. <laughs> it's a big game for the AAC too. <laughs> Nate. <laughs> More importantly, this is our first service academy under of the year. Yeah, number twenty. And I got thirty six. Everybody else is sitting down with thirty five. And it's not often that one of these service academies undefeated through six well, games. Not only that. 
some are some are questioning the integrity of the service academies currently mm. with how much they're trying to throw the football. Oh wow! There are out there are some out there that are saying they're playing fake football now. Mm. We've got to check in because also Air Force is starting quarterbacks out. Oh, so interesting. everyone, there's a lot of this could be this, a big moment a lot for of Navy. Navy, Navy hey. could be hot. Could be hot uh, here. Big crowd, you know, yeah, sold out exactly. crowd at Marine Corps Stadium. Yeah. It's the it, the stadium Memphis probably should have like thirty five forty thousand stadium that a lot of AAC teams should have yeah it's like um, all right so that's TV two is is Memphis UAB getting a TV yeah I mean well for for professional reasons it's yes. getting a TV I actually think it's probably one of the more watchable games I am I think it's going to be a high scoring game I am very fascinated by the psyche of Memphis mm-hmm. this is an interesting game to me in the sense that. You know, we talk about that game last Friday. Mm-hmm. That's a gut punch. Yeah, I do want to see. Do they get off the mat, yeah. or is this a? I think that I th- and I think it, UAB can score, but I also don't think they can stop it. No, I, I that that has been their MO. Like all this year. feels like it's going to be like a forty nine twenty eight type of game, something like that. Forty, you know, forty nine thirty one. But like that's the other thing. Is Memphis comfortable in that game? Yeah, can they can they put up? They haven't had to do something like that, in a, you know. You know, they haven't been either. They haven't had to or haven't been able to do that in a long time. Yeah, I mean that it is a very interesting game because, like, that is the question of did two is Tulane going to beat Memphis twice, if you will? That one loss, you have the hangover spot. Yeah, a team that you're better than, but yeah. it's I mean it's trap game. Mm. I mean I don't know if you'd call it a trap game. It's just like sneaky. It's like the next four are all like this. It's, it's like it's the we've yeah. we've reached the AAC basketball schedule. Yeah, where it's like, it's like you get no credit for winning these games, but they're kind of all they're they're all they're sneaky. They're sneaky scared. If you're like Ryan Silverfield, any one of these losses could really be damaging to what you're trying to do. Sneaky big game in Fayetteville. If yeah. either team's going to go bowling, they both kind of need this one. And Frank, like. Well, I mean, it seems like most people seem to be saying, like, well, we can't fire Zach Arnett after one year. We gave, we let him hire his own staff. Not like, a couple of my state friends. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, but, they, well, of course, their their stance was one, like, we should never have hired him in the first place. And then Pittman, it feels like they've turned on him so quickly. I mean, that's what happens, though, when you're – he had two critical mistakes. When K.J. got banged up last year, he lost to Liberty mm-hmm. at home. Mm-hmm. And then this year they had the BYU game. Well, I can tell you this: like no one's holding him, no one's holding him hostage for losing to Bama, like Bama, they, LSU, I'd Ole say they Miss. They looked in a feisty row. last week against Bama. Well, they they played one score games with LSU, Ole Miss, and Alabama. I'll say this though: if he loses to Mississippi oh, State at home, it's going to be as a favorite. Oh yeah, yeah, it's going to be trouble for him. So that, that those are your four. That's your yeah, that's TV four. Yeah, because I can't really. I mean, I'll keep obviously. Rutgers in Indiana. That's not a the game. The Dylan Gabriel revenge game. UCF at Oklahoma. <laughs> uh, is he sneaky alive for the Heisman? Yes. Because he's going to put up numbers there. Man, I don't want to live in that world. I and he st- had a big game against, Te- in their, in, against Texas. He had a big game. I still don't believe in him. Yeah. All right. Uh, 2.30. Your ABC game. Washington State at number nine, Oregon. The big one uh, at two thirty on CBS: Tennessee at Alabama, number seventeen Vols against uh, in Tuscaloosa at number eleven Alabama. Uh, two thirty on uh, SEC Network: South Carolina at number twenty Missouri. It's the battle for Columbia. 
<laughs> yes. 230 ESPN2, North Texas at number 23, Tulane. 2.30 on NBC. Yeah. Minnesota at number 24, Iowa. Uh, 2.30 FS1. Whoa, 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 let me stop you there. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, let's give it up. We have a service academy game. Air Force and Army. The total in Minnesota, Iowa is a touchdown less. <laughs> oh, boy. That's, uh... That is unbelievable. My, like this, there's this this trendy like trying to be like ahead of the curve. Like, oh, Iowa could make. There's this theory, Iowa, you know, if Iowa wins out, they're in the playoff. And it's like a team that scores that little. I get it. They they are going to be they are favored in every game the rest of the way. It looks like as of now, but like a team that doesn't that scores as little as that team is going to get upset at some point along the way. Well, not only that, how is that team? Whoever wins the East. How is that team going to beat that team in the Big Ten championship game? Yeah. I just, it's just like, and I, it, it feels has like the it's... the West, like, as the, I guess Wisconsin won once? Yeah. Is that the last time the West has won? I don't know. I can't even remember at this point. I think, didn't Iowa win one? Like an upset? They beat, near? no, no, no. Uh, Michigan State beat them, and then Michigan State went to the playoff. Remember that was the, that, yeah, that was another like 10-7 special. I do remember that Michigan State playoff. I, just, I remember being so happy that Michigan State won that game because, like, I'm going to get to bet Alabama. Yeah, I just I remember being so I remember being yes yeah, so distraught because that was when Michigan was really like not it was kind of sputtering under Harbaugh quite a bit, and like then for Michigan State to make the playoff and then to watch Alabama just slaughter them was just very satisfying. very satisfying. Very satisfying. What you needed on a New Year's Eve, no less. <laughs> yes, I, yeah, it was New Year's Eve. You're right. Um, all right, so then other games at two thirty. Um, ESPN at 2.30. We've got Oklahoma State at West Virginia. 2.30 on FS1, Wisconsin at Illinois. 2.30 on... Is Illinois low-key alive? Yes. They're decent. No, no, but I mean, are they alive for the West? Uh, I think everyone's alive for the West. So if they beat Wisconsin, Wisconsin's without Mordecai. They got Maryland last week. Mm-hmm. I think everyone is alive for the West. <laughs> Every, all those teams well, are very good. Well, I guess they've, they've lost to Nebraska and mm-hmm. Purdue. Okay, they're probably uh, – all right. Northwestern at Nebraska, 230 Big Ten Network. Uh, South Florida at UConn, 230 CBS Sports Network. Pitt at Wake Forest, 230 on ACC Network. Uh, Texas at Houston, 3 o'clock on Fox. Toledo at Miami of Ohio, 3 o'clock ESPNU. Uh, did we mention Oklahoma State, West Virginia? Yes, okay. on ESPN. All right, TV1's got to be Alabama, Tennessee. Yes. Again, I think it's going to be the complete opposite of last year's game, where last year's game was nothing but fun and just like a delight to watch. Oh, you think this is going to be a grind out this game affair? Is, if, you look at, if you look at... Neither team's going to be able to move the ball much. Both these teams have kind of played similar games the last couple of weeks where it's been kind of a grind it out and kind of win on the back of your defense. Will at will can Tennessee get themselves back in like the periphery of the playoff picture with a win? I mean, I think so because they do still have Georgia. Mm-hmm. And at that point, you could win the East, and if you win the East and you win the league, you're you probably yeah. at, at 11 and 1 and then with a win in the SEC Championship game at 12 and 1, yes, you're a playoff team. Yeah. So, uh 
big one in uh, Tuscaloosa, uh, the Vols. And Crimson. So that's TV one. What's getting two, three, and four? Oh boy, this is it's where tough. this is where it gets. Uh, to me, it goes. I mean, South Carolina, Missouri. I mean, Missouri's kind of interesting. Well, South Carolina is also interesting because you got Beamer. Beamer's like, I think he's kind of losing it right now. He's talking like a crazy person. Yeah, well, he broke his foot kicking right. a wall, and-, and then he's starting the SEC teleconference with cryptic. I just got a, I just got a recruit tweet. Mm. You know what I mean? Like it's, it was Frank's birthday this week. Happy birthday, Frank! Yeah, Frank's um, birthday. I wish. I guess Washington State, Oregon. Yeah, this is tough. But man. Washington State's. You're not gonna Minnesota, Iowa. I mean, you got to check in. Yeah. <laughs> but that's also one that you just want to watch Texas, on stat broadcast. Texas, Houston, Texas's only visit to probably their last, their last visit ever to the University of Houston. Well, I guess is is Texas going to put it on Dana after Dana had the comments about you know f Texas that the reason we weren't in this league to begin with. Eh, I could see that. I don't know if I they also, need it for I, the comments. I, and think I don't. Houston's not very good. Does Sark care? <laughs> so what do we? What's going on? So so we got Washington State, Oregon. What's three and four? Oklahoma State, West Virginia. Okay. And then I'll I'll check in. Oh, give me some Minnesota, Iowa. Okay, there you go. Let's I want to count the will there be more This will be interesting. Will there be more passing yards or uh more passing yards? No, how about this? Will there be more punts from Iowa or throws to receivers? Actual receivers. I'm gonna say punts by a lot. <laughs> wow. Yes. You think like be ten like, to like ten to five. Ten to five. Yes. God, gross. What if 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 you're a wide receiver in high school and like Kirk Ferentz shows up at your door, you know, like or whatever, like Iowa, a guy in an Iowa thing shows up to your door, like how how desperate do you have to be to like go to Iowa if you're like a a wide receiver? Well, I mean, it means that you weren't going. You, it means you don't. It means have to you were to, going to like Toledo. No, say it means you're not. You don't have to go to Kent State. Yeah. <laughs> All right. The, like, that's how they recruit receivers. Like, they just find out, like, okay, who are the max best receivers? We'll go and offer them. We'll go and offer them. Um, your evening window, your 530 CW game, Jeffrey, UVA at UNC. Oh, yeah. What they did, what they did, they call the South's oldest rivalry, UVA and UNC. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got uh, on at six o'clock ESPN, Ole Miss. At Auburn, did I see Ole Miss renderings on the internet today for like Vaught Hemingway? Uh, they they delayed that. I don't know if did they fire it back up. I thought I saw. Um, I thought you, I, you might have. I, today was a day where I I haven't been on the internet a ton. No, I mean, maybe not. I mean they they had delayed their project. Gotcha. I just saw some renderings online. I was like, oh, that looks pretty cool. But I don't know if they were new or not. I mean that that they've had a plan to redo each side, but. Gotcha. I think they're on hold. Okay. I mean, it's it's Hugh Freeze's Super Bowl. Yeah, Hugh Freeze back, or I guess he's not back in Oxford. It's in it's in uh, it's in Auburn. Uh, but six o'clock ESPN, Ole Miss at Auburn. Six o'clock ESPN two TCU at Kansas State. Uh, six o'clock FS one Texas Tech at BYU. Six o'clock NFL Network. App I was State. We're going to skip over it. App State at Old Dominion. Six uh six o'clock CBS Sports Network, Utah State at San Jose State. Six thirty on NBC, Michigan at Michigan State. I just want to give a quick shout out to Michigan State mm-hmm. for actually 
deciding to go along and play this game. Yep, yep. No, we'll get into the sign stealing later, but yeah, the, a lot, little more juice added to this game with I'm, today's news. I'm out on this. Call me the old man. Uh, maybe this is my point. I am out on this movement of ducking games. Mm. Play the games. Yeah. For those that don't know, Michigan State has been using Harbaugh's getting accused of sign stealing, allegedly, mm. sending sending staff members to go to future opponents, home stadiums, sit on the other side and start trying to write down their signs. Yes. So that's that's what it's they're called an advanced team. Correct. Yeah. Well, first off, I kind of like Is this. it any different I'm, I'm than like on... sending a scout in like the NFL or NBA? Well, yeah, because there's actually a specific rule against this. You cannot go in person like in scout. It sounds like the problem's the rule, not now, Jim Harbaugh. My question, though, is can't you just do this from the TV copy? Or the, the all coaches, the 22, like the all 22 film? It's probably more difficult from like, cause, you know, like it's not like you're not I guess because the, play, the plays are cut up differently. Um, my question is how I want to know how they got caught. That's that's going to be the fun part of the story. We'll get into it in the list next hour. Also at six thirty on ABC. Like Greg Schiano turned him in. <laughs> also at six thirty on ABC. Duke number sixteen. Duke at number four. Florida State. What a world! Top twenty five matchup. Yeah. Uh, six thirty on SEC Network. Army at LSU. Seven o'clock on oh, and a, a touching tribute to the military. LSU's painted the end zones camera. <laughs> there you go. Seven o'clock on Fox. Number fourteen Utah at number eighteen USC. Seven o'clock ACC Network. How is this on ACC Network? Clemson at Miami. Seven o'clock ACC Network. Seven o'clock ESPNU. Georgia State at Louisiana. Like how is that on instead? Like why is? I guess they have to do TCU at Kansas State, a Big 12 game on ESPN2. You know, my first thought was, didn't ESPN used to always try to use Clemson as leverage to get people to get ACC Network subscriptions? But you don't, I mean, I guess you don't really need a subscription to Clemson. It's distributed pretty good. The people who want it, it's I don't know. It's distributed pretty good. I don't know. This is interesting. That's like a decent game. That's a pretty good game for ACC Network. I mean, I guess in the end, it's unranked. Two unranked teams. Yeah. 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 No, ultimately, ABC, probably going into the season this weekend, ABC was going, we're going to have the Clemson-Miami game. Yeah. They ended up with the Duke-Florida Duke, yeah. State game. Yeah. Um, all right, so what's going on the four TVs? This is, a, this is probably the toughest window to decide, it feels like. I mean, the Hugh Freeze game, for obvious for you, reasons. Yeah, TV personal one. reasons. Yes. Oh, that's TV one. Oh, yeah. Wow. Okay. Oh, oh, I enjoyed when they were when LSU was running it up and his team quit on him and they kept showing him on the sideline, <laughs> that just that just defeated oh that defeated gosh. I'm in over my head look on his face was delightful. <laughs> I enjoyed every oh, second of it. Now, here's the concern I have. Number one, Auburn for Ole Miss is a house of horrors. Mm. They've never won, I think in the history of the series, they've never won back to back games. But when they go to Auburn, there's also the theory. Hugh, the, just, Hugh, here's what's going to get Hugh in trouble. He's going to care way more about beating Ole Miss than he is about LS, beating LSU, beating Alabama, and beating Georgia. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be a problem for his fan base. Mm-hmm. They expect, like, beating Ole Miss is not an achievement for their fan base. That's mm-hmm. just something you're expected to do. That's what you got to do. Yeah. Correct. But there's the working theory that he is. This he is kinda, a Super Bowl. He kind of punted on the LSU game to get ready for Ole Miss. Okay. Well. I think the actual theories, I think they kind of suck. 
Mm. Um, they're not good. Their defense is pretty good, but their offense is just so inept. Takes that, takes time, Jeffrey. Takes time. Well, and then you also have the Kiffin going to Auburn and then not going to Auburn. Like there, this oh, game yeah, is. I forgot about that. This too. game's got great narrative. And did you see the the? I believe it was the Joe Goodman of the Birmingham. Uh, yeah, that was a, that was a take and a half. Yeah, it said said Lane Lane should have to quit Go, if he doesn't she, win this game. He banished to Siberia if yeah. he loses. If he uh, if he doesn't win it's this good game. Take. Yeah, that's a great. Also, that was an AL.com special. Yeah, Lane Kiffin fired in the headline. Mm. Uh, uh, a take that truly is just absurd, like yes. in premise. And he also included like ten, like a, a top ten list in it. It was, I mean, it was it was one of those ones where you're like, damn, that's good stuff. Yeah, respect, damn fine stuff, respect. Um, all right, so that's all right, TV. TV two is, I can't believe I'm saying this. Florida State Duke. Okay. TV three is Utah USC. Okay. And then I think TV4, I got to check in on – I got to see Michigan Michigan yeah, State. come on. You got to be in East Lansing. I got I to check in on that. Yeah. No, I'm I'm, I'm genuinely – I'm starting to get worried about that game. Well, you've now – I've got to – it, It's okay. really starting to get throw-the-record-out vibes, with, especially with si- this story today. Is the sign-stealing accusations – That's made go, me more worried. Good or bad? So I think it's bad. It's going to be distracting. You don't distracting think this is a rallying cry? I think they're going to be distracted by this. It's a distraction. But like the Astros rallied around when everyone caught them out or called them out for cheating. I, I could see it going that way too, like an us against the world mentality. They've already they, they tried. They already they already suspended our coach. Now they're going after us. That's true. No, 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 you suspended your coach, Jeffrey. Rule number what one. What is rule number yes, one rule of the show? Mm-hmm. They suspended our coach, and now they're going. Now they're calling us cheaters. I still think the most absurd moment of this year. Was the starting the game with the <laughs> number four salute as if like he had died? Yeah, no. It was first they came off the bus as if he was like a political yeah, prisoner. Yeah, yeah. Free, free Harbaugh. <laughs> yeah, you suspended him. <laughs> All right, the nightcap. The, the night, night, the the night, night window sucks. Yeah, it's like uh, UCLA at Stanford, nine thirty ESPN. Arizona State at number five Washington, nine thirty FS1. Uh, and then Nevada at San Diego State, eight o'clock. I mean, the only FS2. the only good news is, y'all, we don't have a London game. No London. We game. don't have to. We don't have to sit there and worry about whether or not we set our lineups before well, Sunday. And here's the thing: if all if the I'll say this for Saturday, if the championship series are still going on, yeah, they could potentially by the weekend they could be potentially intriguing because we'll have. Yeah, I agree. We'll have Game Five of Phillies Diamondbacks to get to that. You know, like a no, I agree. I agree. And then Sunday we'll have Rangers uh, Astros Game Six. Um, so if we get there, that that could be interesting. But your NFL slate, your early window on Sunday, Jeffrey Lions at Ravens, Raiders at Bears, Browns at Indy, Buffalo at New England. Uh, we got our game this week. Washington at the Giants, Atlanta at Tampa, and that's it. That's your noon window. So, clear best game is Detroit-Baltimore. No question. I still, it's not worthy of, for me, that's not worthy. Like, I when I put Bills-Dolphins, I put that on TV1. It's still a red zone day. Okay. This is a red zone day. Lions-Ravens, TV2. I, I don't want to end up watching Commanders-Giants. I want you to win. Every time mm. my team wins, it's bad. Like, this is going to be an absolute war 
for this we, number we, one. We pick. beat the Falcons last week, gaining fewer than 200 total yards. No, you let you were on the field while Desmond Ritter was playing quarterback. <laughs> that was that. Those two, last two interceptions were breathtaking. Yeah, they were really bad. Like, I can't tell you how much it's changed my life. This NFL Plus condensed game where you can watch just, a game you in get 40, caught up. Feels so knowledgeable. That, that I watched the Commanders game in 37 minutes. It was stupendous. Uh, Bills Pats, I guess. Just to see if they lose again. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, like, do they just get run? I'll admit, every time Mac Jones is like crying on the sidelines, I love it. I can't stand him. I strong prick vibes from Mac Jones. Um, I mean, Cleveland Indy, maybe Deshaun looks like he might play. He practiced today. I, I don't want to see Gardner against that defense. Mm. That's not going to be fun. That's, eh, it's gonna be, That's not going to be fun. So Atlanta, Tampa, Ugh. I guess. Right. Yeah. That's an NFC, an NFC South showdown. It's like another, one of those teams it's could like, be four and two. It's another one of those moments where you're like, thank Thank goodness for the Lions. Yeah. Lions? <laughs> um, so, all right. So, Lions, Ravens, Cl- Buffalo, New England, Cleveland, in, or Buffalo, New England, Atlanta, Tampa. Yeah. All right. Your afternoon window in the NFL, you got Steelers at Rams, Cardinals at Seahawks, Green Bay at Denver, Chargers at Kansas City. So, I mean, obviously for me. Chargers at KC, right? Yeah, it's it's Tr- Herbert versus another playoff team. <laughs> yes. Herbert versus, and, and it does feel like more with each passing week, more and more people mm-hmm. are coming to your side of uh-huh. the table here. Mm-hmm. Um There's plenty of room. <laughs> there's, there's more, you're not you're not like Dabo. No, no, you're, no, you're, no, you're, no, you're no, more no. than I, happy to welcome people correct. to the bandwagon. Correct. You just have to the passcode is Jeffrey was right. <laughs> uh and then Steelers Rams is a good good one. Potentially. <sighs> the problem is the Steelers aren't fun to watch either. Yeah, they can't move the ball much, but, but the Rams are the Rams are feisty. I think that's an interesting game. I don't know about the other two, Green Bay. I mean, I guess I, there is part of me that is very interested in this whatever this carcass that is the Denver Broncos, this Sean Payton Russell Wilson marriage. Like just watching the sideline cuts. Yeah, awesome. just like yeah. watching the like as the frustration mounts, it could be entertaining. And then I think we got our chance for the first great Sunday night game of the year. Yeah, I mean it's a it's certainly it's it's our third it feels like the third big game of the season. You had Bills Dolphins a couple weeks ago. You had that Niners Cowboys game game a couple weeks ago. And then now Sunday night Dolphins yeah. at Eagles. But like I have faith of both of these teams showing up on Sunday. Yeah, I think it should be a uh, a good game in the uh Monday night's Niners Vikings. Niners Vikings. Yeah, that, I don't know about that. Who one. cares? <laughs> I don't know about that one, but should be a should be a solid sports weekend, I think. Yeah, no, we, we've got we've got we've got we need to be rested up. Yeah, it should be fun starting with uh, really starting with that Penn State Ohio State game. Yeah, eleven a.m. Saturday morning. When we come back, Eric Hasseltine will join will join us. We'll turn our attention to the Grizzlies. We didn't talk about their game Friday night, their last preseason game against the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, we'll get Eric's thoughts on the preseason, on the John Morant story from yesterday, uh, and uh, this is—I think this is his last appearance before the start of the regular season, a week from, uh, or excuse me, six days from now. So, lots to get to with Eric Hasseltine. He'll join us next. You're listening to Giannato and Jeffrey on 92.9 FM ESPN. 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Yeah. Giannato and Jeffrey broadcast live from the Red River Toyota Studios. Check out Red River Toyota in Wynn, Arkansas. This hour of G&J is brought to you by the Next Generation 10G Network, only from Xfinity. The Giannato and Jeffrey Show on 92.9 FM ESPN. Scheduling note, Eric is trying to get onto the team plane as they head to Milwaukee, correct? Yes. So... He's not really in a spot where he can talk. We'll just save Eric we should for ask, next week. Yeah, should we ask him to like trash some of the guys standing right by yeah, him? That's a good stuff? point, yeah. <laughs> like fire him up. Yeah. Give him some more disrespect, yeah. those Grizzlies players. I feel confident that I know one person who's not the team source. <laughs> uh, My guy ain't doing that. Uh, yeah, I don't think so either. Um, My guy well, might be flawed, but the man, the man is loyal to a fault. Well, we can still talk Grizzlies without Eric. They've got their final preseason game tomorrow night in Milwaukee, um, and it's going to be what Taylor Jenkins has said is is going to be a dress rehearsal, dress rehearsal type of thing. The closest, the way he phrased it was the closest thing to what we think the rotation is going to be on opening night on Wednesday, and more notably, it's going to be it appears the first game. Marcus first preseason game Marcus Smart plays in for the Memphis Grizzlies. Interestingly enough, at practice today, Doc Holliday with a fun video he just posted on Twitter. It's like Marcus Smart doing some, you know, one-on-one stuff at the end of practice against a team, you know, team trainer or something. 
And after he makes a basket, he does like a flip on the court. And Doc points out he could be a Beale Street flipper, which is he look. He was good form, like he like a front very, flip. It was like a was it a handspring or was it like a flip flip? It was like a it was like a almost like two flips. It was like a like what the you know like a running start flip. Right, but I'm saying, did he put his hands on the yeah, floor? Yeah, yes, handspring. Okay, so it's a handspring. Okay, it was like still impressive. If he had continued to do it, he would have been like one of the Beale Street flippers. You know, if he had done it over and over and over again. Okay. He would have been a Beale Street flip. Like he did a front flip into a back flip, hand back handspring. Will we see that as a celebration at some point this year? I don't know, but that's what I, that, listen. That's what preseason's for. I bring him up one because again we're going to see him for the first time in a Grizzlies uniform on Friday night. But two, I was I was happened to be on my car ride into downtown this morning listening to. Uh, Bill Simmons podcast, his annual over under podcast. Way, very 2007 of you. <laughs> Driving to downtown, listening just, to a Bill Simmons podcast. Hey, Jacoby, look that up. Well, it's not, it was him, Rosillo, and House were all discussing over unders. Okay. Um, and like you basically decide going through each NBA team and they're over, you know, they're over under win total and deciding whether they would go over or go under. And so they had the Grizzly. They oh, came, that's what that means? Yes. Yes, in term, if, if oh. you didn't realize it, I know okay. you've been gambling for a while, but no. I, I can. Glad, thank you for thank you for crystallizing that. No clarifying problem. That. Um, so, House and Rosillo both took the over okay. with the Grizzlies. Simmons took the under, and said largely because Jaw's going to miss twenty five games, and he he's like, I think this is a fifty win team, just like they were last year. But I think with Ja missing 25 games, that means I'm going to dock them five games. And the over is what, – what, it's the win total is like 45 and a half for them, I think, right? Yeah, somewhere. I mean, I don't know which – I'm sure they have a and certain book. Perfectly reasonable reason to yeah. go under. Um, I mean, Vegas is not trying to get the line wrong. But in addition to that, he brought up the Marcus Smart acquisition. And, you know, Bill Simmons, a very noted Boston Celtics fan, and brought up the – theory in his mind that he thinks ultimately we're going to look back on this trade the Celtics made and think the Celtics sold high on Marcus Smart that they saw it was a classic Belichick move you know get trade him a year too early as opposed to a year too late and that basically essentially the Grizzlies are not going to get the version of Marcus Smart that they are ultimately hoping they're going to get because he's you know 10 years into his career and he's reach that point where he's turning the other corner, if you will. I don't know if that's true. I don't watch enough Marcus Smart, but Rosillo, who does watch a lot of bat, you know, like I, I seem to, I, he seems to have a very good eye and and sort of like he. I like Rosillo takes no matter what. He viewed he viewed Marcus Smart last year. Like they both agreed that they thought Marcus Smart had a bad year last year for the Celtics. They both also acknowledged that like maybe he was banged up, you know, and like that 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 hurt him. But what do you make of? That that part of the equation, like this, is there any sort of concern that about Marcus Smart's fit? Not necessarily fit with the Grizzlies, but in terms of like, can he do what they ultimately want him to do? So there are a couple things here. Number one, that take in general mm-hmm. is a completely reasonable take. Mm-hmm. When the Grizzlies made this trade, I I said on the show my biggest concern about this trade is whether or not Marcus Smart's decline last season was health-related, mm-hmm. or if it was the sign of a, someone who's on the decline. Mm-hmm. 
the hip, I think, is a legitimate concern. So I don't think that's I don't think that is unreasonable. The other thing, though, that I would add, I think Boston sports fans have been completely mind warped by Tom Brady. Because they had Brady and they were so successful, the Patriots, they act like every move is, but sold him at the right time. Sold him. We sold high just like Belichick would do. Just like Belichick would do. Mark, the Celtics have made a lot of moves that have not been good moves. Mm-mm. Like it's not like it's not like Brad Stevens is sitting up there and just making great move well, after and great let's just move. Let's be real. Like the other side of it is yes, I do think the ceiling of what Porzingis brings to the Celtics is probably more intriguing than the ceiling of what Marcus Smart brings to the Grizzlies. But I think it's a much much more likely that like Porzingis's health doesn't hold up as opposed to like Marcus Smart is over the hill. I agree with you on that. Um, and I, I've like, I've said this since the trade, I liked the, I liked the trade in the moment. I've liked it as time has gone on. Even if he doesn't like, I think it's a good fit. If, if indeed they're right though, that he's passed, that's the only way I see this not working out for the Grizzlies is that if he is like on the decline, but otherwise I think it's a really good fit with the Grizzlies. The other issue that I have with this is. I don't think the Grizzlies were trading for Marcus Smart to be essentially their second, their number two guy. They were trading for Marcus Smart to be their number four guy. Well, I'll say this, though. He's going to have a similar role on the Grizzlies as he had with the Celtics in the sense that he wasn't the primary. He wasn't—he was not a—he was not a primary scoring option for the Celtics, and when he was— like it became kind of an issue because he had right. like he's you know, not a perfect he's not a perfect shooter and because if you watch the Celtics in the playoffs, a lot of times in the fourth quarter he was in he, the exact same role that Dylan Brooks ultimately was offensively, and that ultimately teams had to make choices. Yeah, they dared and him the to choices they made was Marcus Smart leaving Marcus Smart open for a three, and he was better than Dylan Brooks at it the last couple years, especially, but it, he wasn't awesome at it. No. You know, one hundred percent. I think though, the what I would push back on though is, I think the Grizzlies are fine in the sense that I think Jaron is poised for a career year, and I think Dez is poised for a career year. Mm-hmm. And to me, I I don't, but I in, don't think anything that he said about Marcus Smart was unreasonable. I think mm-hmm. like it's entirely possible. What do you? I think also that, don't think though that that's what they're not bringing in Marcus Smart to essentially. Like, they want him to be their fourth guy. What What do you think crunch time is going to look like without Ja the first twenty five games? I'm curious to see how much they keep experimenting with Santi and Jaron. Because obviously, I to me, Bane is option number one, no matter what. Yeah, these first twenty five games in crunch time, and probably Jaron should be number two, not Marcus Smart. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Um. And the problem I have is that I do wonder if you've watched Marcus Smart over the years, there can be times where he does some sometimes he strays into Dylan territory where you're going like, This guy shouldn't be taking this many shots. Yeah, I mean, I, I think also though, you're kind of fine with it in the regular season. In the it always just gets exacerbated in the playoffs, because in the playoffs, teams just do the different matchup of like, okay, who do we want taking the shot? And they work they they scheme up their defense to make sure that that's the guy getting the shot. That doesn't really play out as much in the regular season. 
mean, yeah. how many true one possession games are there in a twenty five game stretch? It's probably like a quarter of them. I mean, and that right. feels high. Yeah. I mean, does th- it felt like no matter what this team did last year, this team was either blowing people out or getting blown out. Yeah. No, last year it felt like you are fewer yeah. tight games than than ever at, at times. Um, but I am intrigued to see him tomorrow night, especially the, like this whole the reality of the first twenty five games. He's going to play a completely different role than he plays the ensuing. 67 or whatever. Because he's going to be the starting point guard for this team. Yeah, in the first I actually, 25. though, I would prefer it to be like this. I would prefer where it's you're starting the season like that and then you can adjust as the season goes on rather than you spent the entire preseason camp preparing, you know, to be off ball. And then now all of a sudden you, you, you're thrust into like the fact that they can, I think it's going to be easier to add Ja back to the lineup than it would be to take Ja away. Yes. Um, so, but I mean, do, you, do you? I mean, on 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 your bill on the Bill Simmons takes. I mean, were you he argue, also, were he you also, arguing he with al- him in the car? What, what what was the reaction? No, I would. I think I'm taking. I don't think. By this, the way, did you listen on your iPad or your iPod? No, no, no oh, I don't have an iPod. Munns has an iPod. Still. Respect. Um, yeah, he does. He's got too many good tunes. Yeah, exactly. The, can't can't get rid of those. <laughs> um, the other thing Simmons brought up was he doesn't like the Grizzlies' depth as much as he has in past years, and I think I actually agree with that too. Uh, I think actually I think they I think they could be better than they were last year. I mean they're not going to be that the well, two how, years the bench two years ago yeah, was great was awesome. The bench last so this year you lost. I think you you listen. I love the Derrick Rose story, and I think he's going to be extremely helpful for this team in the locker room. I think you downgraded in terms of backup point guard well, from, yeah. from Tyus to Derrick I mean, Tyus Rose. is going to start for the Wizards. Yes. Now, um, but I think where I think they could upgrade, though, is Kennard is a legitimate shooting option. Mm-hmm. And we saw, you yeah. know, like that's, like that's a legitimate scoring option. I'm, all, I'm more saying when Ja comes back. Yeah. That I think that second unit could be a lot better. Yeah. But like Santi, it's pretty, pretty intriguing. Mm-hmm. Tell, um, Tillman's solid. He's a solid, whatever, NBA backup big. I just don't know. Like, other than Kennard, is there anyone on that bench who's, like, going to, like, can, can turn a game? Well, I mean, we saw the Roddy game last year. Yeah, it's true. And Santi, maybe. Uh, you know, I, I've, I, I said it for a while, and I'll say it again. I still think they're a play, they need another player. Ultimately, well, I mean that's all. We're gonna find that out pretty quickly. Yeah, I mean it's. I think at this point we've realized. I think what they are clearly indicating right now is Zaire's getting that opportunity to be that guy. And if he can't be, then I I expect you to see a move. And and I think I would take the over on the Grizzlies because one, like we know they're a good regular season team, and I think all the stuff, whether it's the disrespect of the rankings and you know, kind of being overlooked, or now this job, you know, the us against the world. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. 
Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.